Hey, this is Allegra. Welcome to the PowerCast. Transitions usually follow six steps. If you attempt to skip any of those steps, you'll be frustrated and you'll delay the point where you actually reach your goal. The steps of transformation will not be mocked. You must walk through them all to make lasting change. And we don't want to make changes that don't survive a season, do we? I hate that when I make a change for like a quarter and then the next quarter I'm starting all over again. Feels like I wasted my time. Ask the gym owner who couldn't sleep in January, but is lonely now because all of the temporary changes have been forgotten. As you begin your transformation journey, I want you to be realistic about your level of readiness and preparation to be successful. Many people who know me in real life are stunned right now that I used a baking metaphor in the title because I don't cook. But I used to work for a food company, so it's kind of like I'm not a doctor, but I played one on TV. But I used to work on baking products, so I picked up some information by osmosis. And even though the end result is a sweet, cake recipes often call for salt. It's fascinating how we can use something bitter to create something sweet. There may be a hint in there about the fact that every step of the journey to becoming a more powerful woman may not be sweet. I'll let you think about that for a moment while I talk about the steps that are involved in a transformation, a lasting transformation. So women typically go through these steps. One, loss, feeling fear, paralyzed, overwhelmed. Step two, doubt, feeling rebellious, skeptical. I call that salty. Step number three, discomfort, feeling anxiety, distracted, confused. Step number four is discovery, where you're feeling creative, energized, and excited. Step number five, understanding, feeling productive, confident, and settled. And step number six is integration, where you're feeling focused, powerful, and satisfied. So right now, you can probably feel a change in the air because autumn is finally arriving. You've been waiting all summer for fall to come so that you could really make some changes. So how long is that list? If you converted it to digital because paper got to be too much, I see you. <laughs> but you are ready to change, right? Think back to a time when change felt good. Before the change actually begins, you're often excited. This is before you get to loss and doubt. Before you realize that saying yes to new things means saying no to things that no longer serve you well, but are so comfortable. But change can be energizing and fresh starts are so full of hope and promise. Who wouldn't want renewal at the change of season? No matter which season you're moving from and which season you're moving to, it feels like a renewal, a kind of do-over, a fresh start. You can almost hear the planet buzzing as you go about your day. The world just seems to have a different energy. But maybe you're observing the energy in others, but you aren't feeling it yourself. Maybe you're agonizing about all the changes you're thinking about and you're overwhelmed, you don't know where to start, and you already feel like change isn't possible for you. While the end result would be awesome, you're exhausted from thinking about the gap between where you are and where you wish you were. Where should you start? Which task do you tackle first? And where is the energy coming from? Because you just started taking your fall allergy meds again. Stop. Take a deep breath. First, deepen your connection with something bigger than yourself. I choose to call that person God. You can call him, her, whatever you like, but recognize that you aren't the center of the universe. 
there is a lot of power in choosing how you move along your journey. Choose which connection you'd like to deepen. Some will choose a deeper spiritual connection. Some will choose to enhance their connection with their family or significant other. And others will find a community to pour some passion into. Any of those work. The magic is in you choosing. Connecting with something larger helps you keep your obstacles in proper perspective. Make a decision and then figure out what you need to do, taking baby steps to deepen that connection. Next, reduce what I call self-induced chaos. You know, that madness that we bring upon ourselves, either out of habit or inattention. Reduce self-induced chaos by selecting a peacemaker. Now, there are probably several activities that you find peaceful. I hope you're nodding right now. And I hope you're smiling just a little bit at the thought of a couple of them. I'm suggesting that you select one of these to be your go-to peacemaker during your first season of change. It could be playing the piano, caring for fish, gardening. It doesn't really matter what the peacemaker is. It's just important that it brings you peace and that it works for you. By pre-selecting your calming activity, it will enable you to regain your peace much more quickly in the moment when you might have lost it. You don't have to think about what to do. You can just do it. Pretty powerful. Last, I want you to celebrate yourself authentically and frequently. As you complete those baby steps from step number one and you start making progress towards your bigger goals, don't forget to acknowledge that you're making progress. Women have a habit of only celebrating ourselves, if we do it at all, at the end of huge projects. You might have had a hundred smaller victories in between, but you hold off on celebrating or acknowledging them until you get to the big end. Why is that? Men don't do that. Think about sports, and I do talk about football a lot, but they celebrate at the end of every quarter, don't they? They celebrate at the end of the game as well, but they celebrate at the end of every quarter. Why should we wait until the project is completely done, until the goal has been completely reached, before we celebrate ourselves? Too often we jump into the next challenge without patting ourselves on the back or taking note of how far we've come or buying a new purse or however you choose to celebrate you. Motivation is an inside job and one of the best ways to keep that fire going is to complete tasks and reward yourself afterwards. If you wait six months to celebrate an accomplishment, how good will that feel? Not very. There's a lot more I could say about preparing to be more powerful, but I'll stop for now. Some women seem to move in and out of change so effortlessly that if you dare to compare, you will likely feel inadequate in comparison. I saw a powerful lesson on Pinterest the other day, you know, when I wasn't looking at all the recipes of gluten-free food and exercises that I will probably never do. But I saw a pin the other day that said, stop comparing your inside with someone else's outside. To me, that meant you don't know how easy or difficult someone else's journey is and you don't have to stop and care. Focus on your journey and preparing for your steps of transformation by deepening your connection with something significant, pre-selecting a peace-inducing activity, and stopping to celebrate yourself, celebrating your allegrativity. It's more than okay. It's entirely appropriate to transform at your own pace. Your sense of accomplishment upon arrival will be just that sweet. Do you have a tip for getting through the six steps of transformation? Let me know in the comments here. 
or join us on the blog at allegrasinclair.com and join the conversation there. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you're having a powerful day. See you next week.